what's more daunting than running a 25k marathon while feeling like your legs are made of jelly and you've run into a brick wall? Writing 50,000 words in 30 days for the National Novel Writing Month. Your fingers will run an epic race over the keyboard and your head might hit the desktop more than a few times while your thoughts are spinning and words are flying into your document. Just like putting one foot in front of the other, you'll put one sentence after the next. Will they make sense? Well, that's a job for December. The clock is ticking. You're doing your best to balance your everyday life with writing sessions. You're talking to fictional people, dreaming of plot lines and jotting notes on whatever is handy. This is the creative chaos of NaNoWriMo. Will you cross the 50,000 word finish line or drop out along the roadside, gasping for breath? Not sure if this challenge is for you? Listen as these courageous souls offer advice on how to train your brain for the challenge and how to stick with it until you write the words, The End. Hello to all courageous souls out there who are brave enough to tackle not only Halloween, but mainly the 50K word NaNoWriMo marathon starting on November 1st. I would be amiss not to mention that All Souls Day is coming up on November 2nd, which is the second day of the NaNoWriMo challenge in Mexico, known as the Day of the Dead. Are you up for the challenge or will you drop dead along the way? Why do I say this? Because it's all inspiration, high-octane fuel, for our writing, kind of like spaghetti for runners. Is this challenge brutal? You be the judge. Here we go. Introductions, one soul at a time. Who go, Who wants to go first? Jean, go ahead. Hi. <laughs> so I am Jean Davis. I write science fiction and fantasy. I've been writing for quite a long time. I currently have 15 published books. My next one is going to be out on uh, November 1st which was one of last year's NaNoWriMo novels. Yay! Yay! Vera, you're next. Hi, I'm Vera West. I write poetry, romance, a little bit of somewhere in between poetry and romance. And I only have one successful book from NaNo, but I do it anyway because, you know, I'm here for the culture. <laughs> oh, excellent. John, you're next. Hi, uh, John Winkleman. I live in Grand Rapids, Michigan. This is my 13th NaNoWriMo. Um, I'm, this year I am doing uh, flash fictions. I'm going to try to get in 50 of them. Um, and uh, at the moment, I'm feeling optimistic. We'll see how I feel in a couple of weeks. Yeah, true. Andrew. Andrew? Oh, that's me. Yeah. Uh, my name is Andrew Smith, and I write a little bit of everything from horror to action adventure to nonfiction. I have 14 published books at the moment. Um, my latest work, Curious Cousin, comes out tomorrow. Woo! Woo! And, uh, Congrats! Uh, this, will, this will be my eighth, eighth year. I was just looking at NaNoWriMo. This will be my eighth year doing NaNoWriMo and everyone has published. Awesome. Ed, do you want to tell us something about you? You don't have to. It's up to you. Can you see me? Yeah, we can see you. Well, 
good. I'm not. That's going. improvement compared yes. to yesterday. I have no idea what I did. <laughs> I have written one book in 35 years. It took me that long to research it and get my act together. Uh, it's all on the uh, exploits of the newspapers back in Oshkosh in the 1880s. And it's all about wow. the way they wrote the writing, the writing they used back in the 1880s. That's what was the uh, point that grabbed me. Oh, excellent. Okay, from each one of you, why do you take on this brutal challenge? Whoever wants to go first, or otherwise, I will call upon you. <laughs> okay. Well, my I'll say my girlfriend at the time was fascinated by the way they wrote it. Mm -hmm. So that was my major influence. Okay. <laughs> that sounds good. Jean, why do you participate in NANO? So I've been doing this. This will be my 18th year. That's ah. incredible. <laughs> I, know. I couldn't believe what I added up the numbers. Um, this is my writing month. So this is the month where I sit down and just churn out rough draft with one or two novels, sometimes three, depending on how energetic I am. And uh, this is when I get the bulk of my writing done and I spend the rest of the year out promoting my books or editing and getting what I did last year together. So this is this is my writing month. Excellent. Vera. Why do you do this? Why do you take this brutal challenge on? I was here. There are better challenges, right? Not as brutal. Right, definitely. I was listening to everyone else talk about how many years, and I think, I think this is like my seventh or eighth year. Um, I've been doing it for a while, but I I don't usually win because you know the way my brain works is a little different, and sometimes I just cannot push out the required amount, you know. Um, but I do it anyway, because I think writing, some writing is better than no writing, right? And I've always made really good yeah. progress yes. and it's, it's helped, it's helped me finish, you know, a multitude of books along the, over the years. So, so yeah, so I just do it for the camaraderie and it's, it's, it's a fun, you know, a torturous kind of fun. Um, yeah. So I just keep coming back every year. John, how about you? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> um, i liked your statement that you won more yeah. times than you've lost what does that mean yeah. how many um, times have you won and how many times have you lost um i have won seven and lost three um okay. so yep um so i did this um originally it was for an eye towards publishing but i realized that like focusing so much on publishing means that it was really difficult to actually write things uh, and just like stockpiling the ideas starting around the middle of the summer, uh, when I have no energy to write and then wait for the seasons to change when I'm inside more and like, just kind of get it all out there. And, you know, kind of, kind of like, oh, Gene, this is really seriously my writing month. Um, and I try to keep the momentum going. I very seldom do, but, you know, through, uh, into December and the new year. Um, but really it's this is this is like the most creative time of year for me anyway so i try to take advantage of that energy all right andrew you're next well i'm gonna go ahead and quote uh we bought a zoo and say why not uh but no it's 
it's something to challenge yourself. And usually, uh, let's see, last year I finished three books in the time in the month of November and a few dozen short stories. I think I can uh, do the same, but it's a way to challenge yourself and make sure that one month out of the year that there are no interruptions. Excellent. Ed, what is your project for this year? Even whether you're going to participate in NANO or not, it doesn't matter. What is your project? <laughs> and she's a good humorist, too. Uh, marketing is the big thing. I, I am finding that much more challenging than writing the book has been. I did not know that that was going to be such a project in and of itself. I had no idea on writing another one. There is so much research involved with uh, especially looking up the articles that are involved in the 1880s, 1890s newspapers, going page by page, finding articles that are so <laughs> use, using the language that describes the terrible things that can happen back then. And it's, it's amazing that there's no automobile accidents. There's no murders back then, especially <laughs> compared with now. So I'm just working on the marketing is all. I have oh, no plans okay. for anything future at this Okay, point. sure, sure. All right, Jean, you're next. Tips and advice to NaNoWriMo's. <laughs> Tips and advice to NaNoWriMo's, to potential wannabe NaNoWriMo's and to old timers, to both. We all, all need, right. we all need them. There you go. Just write the book. It doesn't right. have to be perfect, doesn't have to be pretty. Just get the words on the page and then you can make it pretty in December. But right now you just need to get the draft on the page. That's the focus. Okay. And do you go into it with some kind of preparation or do you just I, go cold turkey? Yeah. I, mean, I never just... used to lately. I have, I have ideas that have been coming up through the year. So I have a, a, a little stack here of, of different synopsis to uh, work from. So I have, I have two stories that are kind of, sketched out in a synopsis and then i have uh two that are just in my head so synopsis <laughs> i don't know synopsis. i'm laughing at synopsis. synopsis i was like i don't know how to say yeah. it either uh yeah i write words i don't speak them you generally uh, <laughs> <Same>. <laughs> uh what kind of a plotting me method do you use I just write when I'm plotting. It's it's generally what's in my head. So I whatever's I have, in your head. Yeah, the two stories I have. I have some rough like I've beginning, middle, end kind of sketched out. But I leave a lot of open because that if I know the whole story, I don't I don't need to write it anymore. It's not fun for me. So I, I need right. to just right. find my way along the way. But at least I have some stopping points that I can work toward. So that's that's kind of where I'm, I'm, I'm a planter these days. So I did not know that about you. I didn't know that if you knew it all figured out before that that took away the magic. No, it's I'm not like fun. I mean, I need to, I need to, it isn't fun anymore. Once you know I how it's like, going to end. end, I mean, come on. All right. Yeah, Vera, oh my. Vera, I'm like the opposite. Advice. I love tips knowing advice. all the things. Tips and advice to wannabes. 
or to old timers. We all need them. <laughs> help, yes. Hell yes. Help, no, help. <laughs> help, okay. Or both. Or both. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Was that to me? Okay, so step one, don't be a space cadet. Um, <laughs> okay, let's see. Advice. Well, I'm I'm so different, which I guess we're all a little bit different. Um, but now I feel like I'm playing devil's advocate because I'm a little bit different than Jean. But I will say that she pretty much has to tell me just write the book weekly. Um, at least not every couple of days I'm getting a message from her and she's like, just write the book, Nicole, <laughs> Vera, just write the book. Um, but I would say as far as advice goes, you do have to just keep writing. So whatever method that you have um, to make yourself feel comfortable, prepared, whatever realistic things you do, if you need your drinks, if you're a drink goblin like me, you need like 10,000 drinks or you need quiet or you need like background noise, whatever you need to do to write, that's what you need to do. And then you just have to force yourself to do it. And usually once you start, it goes better than we think it's going to go. It's almost like the idea of starting is the hardest part. Mm -hmm. Kind of like going to the gym or anything else. Like the idea of it is overwhelming, but once you start, usually it, you know, you get going. So I would say do what you need to do to set yourself up and don't be too hard on yourself. If you know, you don't push out 2000 words or 4000 words or whatever your goal is for that first day that you personally want to do and just keep going, you know, even if you're behind, keep going. Okay, John, tips and advice for wannabes and old timers. Uh, I forget who the quote is from, but it is the uh, every first draft is perfect because the only thing a first draft has to do is exist. You I know, love so that. Bear that in mind. Right. Don't get caught up in the details of what you're writing. Um, Very good. And that also frees you from having to set aside like big chunks of time, because um, you know, as as you know, has been said already, um, you know, December is for making it pretty. Mm -hmm. uh, just get the words out. If you can only spare ten minutes at a time, you know, have multiple documents open, scraps of paper, everything. Um, you know, just just do what works for you. Uh, don't worry about word count too much until you know November twenty fifth. Uh, <laughs> but um, you, know, you know, when you have big chunks of time, take advantage of it. When you have free free moments, take advantage of them. And um, really, don't don't punish yourself for writing slowly. I mean, th this is supposed to be fun, first and foremost. If you don't write at a pace that gets you to 50K, don't be discouraged. Keep writing after November. You'll get there eventually. And um, if you hit 50K early, keep writing or take a nap. Um, that's what I did last year. I hit 50K on the 25th and then was completely brain dead for the rest of the month. Um, so, yeah, just do whatever works best for you. Okay, Andrew, tips and advice. I I like John's advice. That sounds just like Bruce Lee wrote it in Striking Thoughts. It, lots of fun. Do what works for you. Get it done. Keep keep pushing forward and writing. Some people write very slow and get it done their way. Other people write really fast. 
my I think the big thing is keep the idea in your head and keep moving forward. And if you have that big block of time, don't stop. Just keep going. Keep you going. Fifty thousand in the first week, you get to nap the rest of the month. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> All right, Ed. Tips and advice: How to finish it? Any project? Curious. You you are talking primarily fiction here, right? Oh, uh, we can talk nonfiction as well. Well, if if you're aiming for so many words, you're talking fiction. In other words, things that you have to decide. Not necessarily. I wrote my memoir during Nano. Well, that was fiction, wasn't it? Mm -mm. No, my <laughs> well, memoir definitely been. wasn't fiction. Oh. I lived it. I lived it. <laughs> well, you, you you could write a fiction version of it, too. That would have been as interesting, I think. <laughs> yeah, well. It, well, go ahead. Go back and write a fiction version. <laughs> That I think been... for nonfiction, you would have to come in probably with a heavy outline and all yes. your research done yes. before. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So Definitely. it's a little bit, Definitely. you know, mm -hmm. historic. Uh, is it historical? Is that historical fiction? Is that your main genre? Um, Me? Like, My. Yeah, I think historical, right? Historical mm -hmm. nonfiction well, is kind it, of. It's from the newspaper, so it's very much uh, nonfiction being from the newspaper articles. Okay. Yeah, I think the challenge would be a little bit more. It would be a, a whole nother layer for you because you'd have to come in so prepped um, to do nonfiction. Mm -hmm. Right. That would be you'd, you'd really you'd need to start in the summer and <laughs> make sure you're prepping, <laughs> you know, so that would be that would be a whole different different challenge. So I can I can yes. definitely appreciate that. That's sure. that's totally on the research. Yes. Going mm -hmm. to newspapers. Right. Yes, there's a ton of research for for that going through the newspapers <laughs> for that era. Yes. Okay. How about ideas, Gene? How do you come up with a solid idea? And how do you know that it is a solid idea? <laughs> I don't know until you start uh -huh. writing, honestly. How do you right? test it? How do you test it? <laughs> it can, do you it test can seem it? like a solid Just start writing. Uh, and then if it doesn't pan out, you, you go down to the next idea on the list and start writing that one. Okay. Uh, there's, there's nothing that says you have to stick to one project. You can... The idea is to get you in a mode of writing, so um, to, to establish mm -hmm. a good writing habit. I mean, if you're a purist, you're going to pick up a brand new novel, start writing it day mm -hmm. one, and, and follow through. Wow. But um, I, I've done that enough times where I'm like, okay, what's a new challenge? What else can I do? So um, now I try to, I, I have four projects this year, so we'll, I, I can jump between them. I can work on one until I finish it and move to the next one. Okay. If I don't feel like working on one one day, I'll pick up the next one and work on that one instead. So okay. there's really no... I, there's there's no Nothing. reason to have downtime. I can keep just just keep writing. Just so, keep writing. Yeah. All right, yeah. So I just yeah, just I, I kind of look at things throughout the year and I go, oh, that okay. sounds interesting. And I write it on my list of things to save for Nano. And then when Nano comes, I can pick it up and go, here's a here's a thing I could write and start okay. writing. Vera, ideas? Yeah. Um sometimes for me, my ideas come from when I'm supposed to be doing something else. I have a little <laughs> bit of rebellious spirit. I do that too. Um, so yeah, so it, it just depends. Like, you know, sometimes I like to have like a problem or like a scenario, and then maybe I will just fill out the world around that and kind of like the why. 
Um, and then if it were like, like Jean says, if it works out, it works out. If I don't like it, I definitely know I don't like it. And that's really the only reason why it doesn't work out is because it's me. It's like, nope, this isn't working for me. But then sometimes I might get overwhelmed by a project. Like my nano last year is this huge undertaking for me. It's a, it's an urban fantasy and it's kind of like a, um, a reimagining of the very first book I wrote that we don't speak of and very often. And, uh, it's kind of what I would have done if I was the writer I am today over a decade ago, which is not really a fair way to look at it for yourself, because of course you're not who you were to, you know, like right. you, you can't possibly be, you can't be that hard on yourself, but um, it's very ambitious. It's lots of world building and that means consistency. Right. And, and that's just hard. And, and so sometimes I get frustrated with it. I only made it about halfway. Um, and then I wrote a novella instead in February. Um, completely different topic. It felt so good. And then I've been working on a novel in verse ever since. I'm almost done with that. And I think I'll use Nano to finish up the novel in verse if I can, um, which is a whole nother beast because writing that much poetry is really like, it's just, it's just really challenging for me. Um, because usually I write in verse, I don't write for months on end in, in verse. So, so yeah, so that's hard. And then I think I'll be ready to try <laughs> my urban fantasy again, and then we'll see. Maybe I'll get to finish yeah. it this year. Yeah. All right, John, ideas. Um, they come from almost anywhere. Uh, the, the novel I wrote last year came from a secondary character in my failed attempt from the previous year. Um, I just didn't really have much energy uh, a couple of years ago, made it partway through and realized there was a secondary character who was much more compelling than the uh, point of view character. Mm -hmm. So I just kind of thought about that character for uh, the year between and um, just kind of ran with it last year and it worked out really well. And it's uh, one of my more favorite nano projects. Uh, for this year, because I'm doing all flash fictions, um, well, first, my day job, I'm a programmer. So I whipped up a simple ran random prompt generator that comes up with a couple of subjects, a setting, and a genre. Mixes them together, and that's what I'm going to be using. The only rule I'm setting myself is whatever the first thing it generates is, that's the one I have to use. No just scrolling through until I find one I like. I have to use the one that comes up. I love it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Andrew, ideas? Well, I have stacks that are floating around in my head. There are two that I'll be working on this year. Uh, one is nonfiction, and it is a follow-up. Several years ago, my little sister and I wrote a book together called What Not to Say to People Who Are Grieving. Yep. Mm -hmm. And uh, this year, I'm going to finish. Uh, I've done all the research, but... I'm going to put together a, a book called How Not to Grieve, again, a play on words, both how to and how not to, to try to address some holes that were are out there for all of the people that I've talked to at shows and all of the people that have actually purchased the book. And the other side is I have a significant number of Masterson Files books floating around in my head and I'll be starting and finishing Vengeance Incorporated uh, so uh, I'll be doing a nonfiction and a fiction, hopefully finishing them both in November, just draft mm -hmm. uh, so that I can work on them over the next six months or so. 
Sure. I think, I think Andrew, you'll find a lot of balance between having two different genres you're writing on at the same time, Probably. because it'll like give your brain a break when you need mm -hmm. to switch from one yeah. or the other. Mm -hmm. It's what I, every day I write at 29,000 sunsets and it gives me focus for the day. And then I write on my projects at night. So it, it works out good. All right. Ed, anything on ideas? Oh, I was a couple things. I was thinking back to college. We had a professor that would give us one sentence or a couple words and say, in the beginning, and you write a set, you write a short story or a something on this, or the shot echoed, and then you complete a short story on that. Mm -hmm. Or and yep. also, I was thinking, didn't Calvin and Hobbes come about because a publisher stated this is the secondary character? Why don't you to the uh, Bill Watterson? He said, why don't you develop this character? And that's where Kelvin and Hobbes came from because he developed that cartoon. Anyway, mm -hmm. so you never know where inspiration is right. going to come from and where true, people true. are going to comment to you and you're going to end up in the right direction after right. all. True, very true. Gene, what do you do when you hit the wall? <laughs> like in the marathon. What do you do? We all hit the ball. What do you do when you hit it? Generally, I will figure out where I am and then go, what do I need to get to to get to the next part that I'm excited to write? Because usually if I hit a spot, it's like, I don't know what happens here. I don't know what needs to go here or nothing's quite gelling. So I just write a little note in red, say, this is this is what needs to happen here and move on. Because although I, I don't need to stare at a blinking cursor. I have better things to do. Uh, the other option is jump to another project. So. Oh, okay. Sure, sure. Vera, when you hit the wall, what do you do? I pretty much, well, first I text Jean and complain. <laughs> and then she tells me to knock it off and get back to writing. Um, no, I, actually that is true. That does really happen. But usually I will hop around. So if there's like, you know, a more interesting scene or something I have in my head that's kind of blinking in neon that I know the answer to or what I want to do, I will put in brackets, you know, add more description here and just try to move on. Um, especially when I'm just doing the draft, although I hate it when I'm doing revision because then you're coming back to all these notes and you're like, really, you couldn't just say what kind of flower she had really. Um, you know, so then I, I get bombarded with all those indecis indecisive moments later, but um, but yeah, that's usually what I do. I, I think if you don't, you bog yourself down and talk yourself mm. out of writing. So out of writing. So yeah, so I will just try to move, just keep moving forward. I mean, you don't have to necessarily write in a linear. I mean, I like to. The rat brain likes that neatness of like linear thing for me. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do because you know, like like Jean said, we don't have time to stare at a blank screen. You know, we've got to right. use this time to that create. So true. John, what do you do when you hit the wall? Uh, it depends on the project. Um, I found uh, it really helps to either um, dive in and write some a few pages of world building or um, just skip ahead to a different chapter, uh, you know, skip several chapters and fill in something that happens later on, or just put everything down and go for a walk. Okay. Um, and honestly, that's probably 
the most useful of the three. Probably. Andrew, when you hit the wall, what do you do? Being a wall, if I hit it, I usually go through it. Uh, <laughs> He's the Kool-Aid man. <laughs> one of the... I go through it. <laughs> you got to find a way through. Okay. Uh, no, I, I usually just switch to something else temporarily. Okay. I have all, I always have plenty to do and I just switch to another monitor and look at what's going on there and it gives me gives me focus and then I come back. But to be honest since I am not a planner, I am uh, mostly a pantser and doing the two nonfiction books are the most planning I've ever done. Um, most of the time uh, my words just vomit out on the page and become something. Yeah, it's just a bleh, and there it was. <laughs> All right. It just doesn't stop. Ed, what do you do when you hit the wall? Um, fuzzy navel, whiskey sour. <laughs> Good answer. Was <laughs> that old saying, right drunk, edit sober? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Mine, mine's usually... Uh, translating my own writing Trans okay <laughs> all right all right final words and mention gene your newest project what do you have on the market what do you want to give away um i am giving away a copy of my uh, ebook copy of my short story collection in theme called everyone dies because it's all horror short stories Woohoo! Mm -hmm. yes yes my next exciting thing is I'm going to be at Grand Rapids Comic Con next weekend. So I will be hanging awesome. out there signing books. That's kind of my fun thing coming up. Maybe Perfect. I'll see you there. Perfect. Vera, final words. Your yes. newest project. What are you marketing? Where are so, where can we find you? Where can <laughs> Amazon. I'm on Amazon. Um, Kindle Unlimited. Um, all my books are there. Um, I am going to be giving away a copy, an ebook of Zombies, which was that procrastination project when I was supposed to be. Yeah, I <laughs> Andrew's a fan. He, he enjoyed it. Um, but it's a short little novella uh, that I wrote earlier this year for Valentine's Day. And um, it's got elements of horror and romance and um, maybe maybe it's a little thrilling. I don't I don't know. There's there's murder involved. So that's always a thrill. And yeah, so that's that's what I'll be giving away. And then I'm working on that novel in verse, which is called Plucked. I don't know when it'll be out, maybe 2024. I'm I'm tempted to try to query it, but I really find traditional publishing soul sucking. So I'd rather mm -hmm. continue to self-publish because the dream is really to create, not to be famous. So if that's the dream, then I should keep self-publishing. So yeah. we're working through that. We'll see. Yeah. But yeah. We'll see. John, final words. Your project that you would like to mention and any giveaways, if you want to give away anything. Um, and where can we find you if we <laughs> want to talk to you? Okay. Um, I I have a website, um, a blog, ekasignum.org. And that's where I have links to anything I've published that's available online. Um one of the, the the kind of the plan B or part two of this year's project is after I finished with the flash fictions as many as as I, as I complete, 
Um, I'm going to play around with hand binding chat books. Um, mm. I've, I spend so much time staring at a computer screen that doing something physical with my work feels really compelling right now. Um, and, you know, you can get a good sized novella in a chat book. And so, or, you know, a dozen flash fictions or, you know, several thousand words of short story. And that's also something you can carry around. I go to the Confusion Science Fiction Convention in Novi every January. I'm helping run it this okay. year. So I have a lot of people there, um, self-published people who have, you know, given me copies of their books over the years. And I'd like to kind of pay them back a little if I get the chat books done in time. Perfect. Andrew, what you up to? Your final words. What can we what can we expect from you or unexpect? I I wish I knew. Uh, from a day by day, that changes from moment to moment. Uh, however, uh, you can find me on andrewallensmith.com and uh, in fine bookstores and on Amazon and, and coming soon to a theater near you. No, not really. To a theater uh, near you. Uh, how about your billboards? What's happening with the billboards? Michigan uh, reads. Uh, I I had some some things that I went through, but I'm going to kick it back up. It's just a matter of time and yeah. money. And yeah. uh, for the money part, I'm going to have to spend most of the money myself until I find those authors that are willing to be uh, in, are willing to not think that the world is free. Right. Uh, so uh, I will work with the authors and uh, try to make a difference. Right. Other than that, uh, I have Curious Cousin coming out. I have a variety of new things uh, that will be coming. And my best to everybody is, hey, let's all keep writing and uh, let's have a lot of fun. And let's hang out together. Ed, Absolutely. your plans. Okay. Well, I'm only available on Amazon. Okay. And I only have one book. That's fine. Can hardly see it here. It's Called a start. Death in Oshkosh in the 1880s. Mm -hmm. It's only been out for about a year. I like the cover. Yep. Yeah. Thank you. I I'm like it too. Designed and everything myself. Uh, and I assembled the whole thing. Uh available on Amazon. It's only 15 bucks. I'll uh, autograph it if you ask. <laughs> and it's all, I only wrote the preamble, so to speak, or whatever they call the uh, introduction. Mm -hmm. Other than that, it's all written by the newspaper. Ironically, they, they didn't have anybody acknowledge it. It's just from the people there. So, okay. All right. I'll see how I do. Okay. Gene. That's the, hard, that's the hard part is marketing. Yes. Even though all the time I spend on it. <laughs> okay. Gene, can you give your email to the first listener who will get oh, your book for the giveaway? For the giveaway. So they're going to email me? Yeah. They're going to okay. email you. All right. So my email is genedavis71 at gmail.com. And the first person who emails you will get a sign. We'll get a copy. copy. We'll get a copy, copy of Everyone Dies. Yes. Vera, your email. Sure. It's uh, 
Vera. So it's V-E-R-R-R-A West at gmail.com. All right. <laughs> Three hours in there. Don't forget her. You won't get your ebook. <laughs> okay. Parting shot. Who wants to go first? Andrew, you go first. Parting shot. I stole that from Diana. Popa. <laughs> Parting shot. Parting mm -hmm. shot. If you if you miss, use bigger bullets. Uh, no, uh, wait. Uh, bullet. <laughs> it's you said a parting shot. Uh, oh yeah, uh, you you write right. more, write make more. great books, and find ways of making people excited about life. Okay, John, parting shots or a parting shot, just one. <laughs> if you want to just shoot one person, I don't know. Um, <laughs> um, I don't know. Time. In addition to writing, take time to read. Read well. Read well. Vera, parting shot or mm. two shots. <laughs> um. All right. Pew, pew. There's my shots. And then um, the words with it, I would say just because an idea seems silly doesn't mean it's not worth writing because right. zombies absolutely that's the silliest thing i've ever written and it's the best absolutely. thing i've ever written those could be the best ideas mm -hmm. gene parting shot shot or don't one. take yourself seriously just write the book have fun with it have fun just write the book just Stop call me out gene <laughs> call me up ed parting shot we're running out of time i'm gonna quote in my shot. book what a way to go death and oshkosh such a relief it is that our own future is hidden from us. I love that. I Thank love you. it. Okay, my parting shots. Keep on writing. Good Buy job. indie, read indie, write indie. Read your newspapers, stay inspired, and keep your butt in the chair. And 